Welcome to Enlightenment 101. I am Danielle G. I am an author, a teacher, and instructor. This show will explore, engage, and enlighten us on love, life, living, and everything in between. We will discover how to not just live, but be better and sustain a level of life that offers well-being for generations to come. Welcome to Enlightenment 101. Hello, 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 fellow Enlightenment 101 listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Enlightenment 101. I am your host, Danielle G. Yeah, that's me. I hope that you are all doing well and becoming your best selves on this enlightenment journey. Today, our topic is healing. Last episode topic was marriage, and I didn't realize that that was such a hot topic. Uh, I got so many uh, positive responses and uh, feedback from a thumbs up to a relative calling me like immediately after she heard it saying, that was so good. That needs to be like a part two and a part three. I know you say that you're just led, but you need another part to that. And um, so and others saying how it opened their eyes to what marriage and the vows really encompass. So I'm just so glad that it's reaching uh, people and enlightening people. That is the total goal, 100%. So thank you all for your commitment to being enlightenment. I mean, this is really not about me. This is about you and us and us being on this journey so that we can and uh, will be better. Because if we're better, we can have generations of people that follow us, our families and our children and our children's children be better and more enlightened. So thank you so much. All right. Healing, first off, is a choice. You'll notice that I'm pretty consistent throughout my messages, throughout these episodes, that we all have a choice. Even in our pain, where we may feel weakened, we have a choice. We can choose to ignore it, stuff it down, pretend it didn't happen, or we can choose to heal. Welcome to Enlightenment 101, Episode 18, Healing. Please share and subscribe and rate on the platforms where you can. Um... The truth is that there are always options. And depending on where we are in our walk on this enlightenment journey will determine our response. Are we crawling? Are we walking? Are we strolling or running or not moving at all through the healing? What do I mean by that? Whatever pain you're going through or have gone through, you are you crawling through it, walking through it, strolling, running, or not facing it at all? Laying up with warm bodies but cold or absent hearts. Going to different places with the same mindset. Because, you know, no matter where you run to, there you are. And the problem Hence, the pain. So what that all means is 
we are prescribing things that don't work. What we're doing is taking the long way home when we avoid healing. We hear a lot about, a part, also a part of Enlightenment 101 is debunking some of the myths and the phrases that we have all heard during our lives. And one of those that we hear a lot is, hurt people hurt people. <laughs> um, let's debunk that right now because hurt people are hurting and healed people are healing. The hurt people hurt people notion lets people off the hook from seeking and doing the work and to never see themselves. There are plenty of hurt people who never hurt others. Heck, we've all been hurt. I've been hurt. You've been hurt. We know other people that have been hurt. That doesn't give us permission to hurt others because we've been hurt. We have to tell people the truth about themselves, and the truth does not have to be brutal, which is another phrase worth debunking. You know, you have people say, I'm brutally honest. The truth doesn't have to be brutal. We can be loving when delivering the truth. People say the truth hurts. No, the truth heals. So let's change our language so that we can change our healing process. The truth heals. It's the brutality that hurts. Because if you say brutal, the very meaning of brutal is violent, is connected to hurt. The truth may make us uncomfortable or critical, maybe even sometimes defensive. But ultimately, the truth will set you free. Healing starts with the truth. Let that sit for a minute. Healing starts with the truth. God says, ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you what? Free. And that has to begin with what you tell yourself. Some of us are lying to ourselves about what happened in our lives, and sometimes blaming other parties, or pretending whatever it is didn't happen, which also prevents us from healing. We all want to heal. That is where our joy and our peace is. It's in the healing, but you have to choose it. No one can choose healing for you. We can't choose it for our friends. We can't choose it for our, sp our spouses, our partners, our loved ones. Healing has to be chosen by us, you. The longer we believe the lie, the more it looks, acts, and feels like the truth. You ever seen somebody lie so much for so long that they believe the lie? <laughs> it's like, to them, it's become the truth. They've convinced themselves that this lie is the truth. And therefore, choosing not to heal. The devil is a lie. Some of us will get that. 
we hear that a lot. The devil is a lie. And as I evolve and become more enlightened myself, I understand that more and more. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Now, when I say the devil, I'm not talking about something in red with, with uh, things on their head or whatever. I'm talking about those things that replay in our minds that are negative and that prevent us from being and becoming healed and therefore our best selves. Healing can't happen as long as you stay victim. Even when you are the victim, you can't stay there. Now, I'm not saying that we haven't been victimized by others or pain and uh, uh, some of the things that have been done to us or against us, but we can't stay there. I'm going to be a little transparent for context. When I went through a divorce, first off, no one knew any details except the people that needed to know. I didn't discuss anything because my goal was to heal, not to blame, not to curse or otherwise. So one day I saw and visited with an aunt who knew I had gone through a divorce, but nothing else. And she offered her condolences. She then started with, I can't believe you had to go through this or that. Now, remember, I had not offered any details to anyone. But she saw me going through it while I was also grieving the loss of my father. So at the same time, I'm only sharing this to offer insight and context. I gently said to her, I made it through and it's all good. I only had the emotional bandwidth to heal. I chose healing overall. There was nothing easy about it. If you've ever been through it, then you know it. Even if you want it, it's not something that's easy. Quite the opposite. But I chose early on to begin the healing. I didn't prolong it by waiting until the papers were signed. I began and chose healing almost immediately. I didn't run away from it. I sat with it. I walked in it, with it, literally. I kneeled with it until I could stand healed. So remember in the beginning, I said either you're going to be crawling through it, walking through it, strolling, running, whatever the case may be. But we have to face it. Whatever that it is, whatever your it is, you have to face it. I also remember a friend telling me, I appreciate how you handled yourself while you were going through it. None of us really knew. We just knew what you were going through. She began to tell me about a woman who had gone through a very tumultuous divorce and how she dealt with it, bad-mouthing her uh, soon-to-be ex, being vengeful. All of those things delays healing. And any type of healing that requires or any type of situation that requires healing. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Y'all remember that? Really, I didn't have time for that. Plus, it's just not my character. And healing is required for all of us 
all of us. When men are healed, families thrive. Ooh. When men are healed, families thrive. We need men to be healed to lead generations to have healthy and healed lives. But that's another show. I have ideas for for very special guests that I'd like to do that show with. I think that is an important topic as well because I don't think that men share enough, have enough uh, outlets and opportunities to heal. Um, you know, we all women, we find healing. We we'll we will go to therapy. We will do the work that's required or talk to our girlfriends. We'll get it out some type of way. I don't think that that is always the case with men. So again, that's another that's another topic. But my point is we can't heal and regurgitate the past at the same time. Just like light and dark can't coincide Healing and looking back cannot and will not move you forward. So that's why I don't talk about things that are in the past unless it is a reflection so that I can recall how victorious I am. Uh, I, I don't engage in gossip or fodder about gossip. I don't, I, I just, it's, it's just not worthy or conducive to healing. Now, I will say that healing, it's not easy, but worth it. Your healing is for you. It's not for anybody else. It is for you. Remember, we are on this enlightenment journey to become our best selves. And others have to choose to do the same. And we have no control over what somebody else chooses to do about their healing or not. As we invest in our healing, the return is light, truth, and freedom. Freedom from those things that unhealed versions binds us, which, which keeps us from living the life that is full and fulfilling. You can always tell where people are on their healing journey, not how they say something, because that can be faked. You know, we can we can fake how we say things, right? But what they say, what what comes from what they say comes from their heart and where they where they are. The questions they ask. If you refer to something from the past, again, unless it is to offer help to someone else, you haven't healed from it. You ever talk to someone who has the same story years past about something or someone that hurt them? Every time you see them, they go right back to that same story, that same pain. Yeah, on Friday, November 13th, 1985, so-and-so did this. I never forget it. Well, you need to. <laughs> or at least work on healing from it. Now, there are some things we're not going to forget it. Oh, no, there, there are some things. I'm not going to forget some of the things and the ways and people hurt me, but I'm also not going to carry it with me. I'm not going to be burdened by it. I am 
going to heal from it and keep it moving forward. Hurt people can't lead you to healing if they themselves are hurting. So if someone is always referring to the past or their past pain and hurt and bringing it constantly into the present, they cannot lead you to healing. That's the blind leading the blind, the hurt leading the hurt. Somebody has to know what healing looks like to offer ways and paths to others or someone else. Hope I'm I'm reaching somebody today because this is important. Healing is imperative. It's not just a word or a phrase or something we do. It becomes who we are. There is no right or wrong way to heal or a one-size-fits-all approach to healing, but there are dynamics and consequences to each. And if healing isn't the goal, you'll stay too long when you could be walking out of the pain or running into your purpose. There is no next without healing, only the same. That's why you rock, you run into people sometimes 20 years from now or 20 years ago, they're still talking about the same thing, only the same. You're not going to get your next until you heal what's you, what you haven't faced. This show, Enlightenment 101, can't happen without healing. The person or partner you're hoping and praying for can't happen without healing. Notice I said healing, not healed. I do believe there are spirits to assist us on the healing journey, but the choice has to be made. The relationship that you blew up can't be reconciled without healing being the goal. If your goal is to be right, not righteous, that's different. If your goal is to be right regarding a relationship that blew up, that's not healing. That's ego, which means edging God out. And if God ain't in it, healing can't happen. Some of us got egos the size of, I don't know what a good comparison is, (laughs) but you guys get it. If you're focused on what they did, what they said, how they said it, instead of, How do we heal and move forward? You will stay stuck. Oh, I see it. I see it. I see it all the time. I've seen it this week. For example, when you go through a bad breakup and you go right to the next person. Ariana Ariana Grande says, thank you, next. But when you go right to the next person and so on, it's not until you finally say, why do I keep ending up with the same type of woman? Same type of man. It's not until you ask yourself, what am I doing? Will you even begin the healing process? Because the common denominator is you. So you're ending up, you're seeing these different men or these different women. 
but experiencing the same, remember, going back to the same, the same things, the same situations. Why? Because you haven't dealt with you. So, yeah, you just go from the next person, the next person, the next person, and not heal, that's what's going to happen. You're going to get the same. Again, there's no one-size-fit-all approach. I once heard somebody say who, um, another platform that I listen to sometimes, and he was uh, hurting because of a relationship that he had invested in that didn't work out. And I remember him saying, um, don't take the advice of people that say the way you get over one person is to get under another person. And I thought that was so powerful coming from a man. That's not how you do it. You have to heal. You have to face it. And it's not in the next person. Listen, I took the time, like, I talked about this briefly in another episode. I took the time to heal myself, my wounds. There is a Uh, Another episode I have called Wounds and Scars. I recommend you hear it or listen to it if you haven't. As I said, depending on where you are will uh, will determine what approach is best for you. But we must all sit with it, walk with it, and sometimes kneel in order to stand healed. There's a quote saying that, Um, we can't heal it if we don't deal with it. So in order order to heal, you got to deal. Notice I said with it, not away from it. The other thing we shouldn't do is hide it. Pain always shows up, just like healing. Once I was reading a profile from a man who said, right on his profile, please be healed. I couldn't believe it. He said, please be healed. That showed me that he was running into a lot of women who needed healing and who had not done the work. So it shows up no matter what. We see it. You can't dress it up or cover it up with designer clothes or bags or shoes and things. There's no substitute for bare bones healing. Seek comfort and guidance Spirit tells us to seek counsel, and that includes therapy, folks. Yes, pray. And while you're praying, pray for good therapists, good friends, and a good spiritual advisor, whether that's a priest, a preacher, a bishop. But that's how we heal. You have to put those things in your toolbox. A part of healing is also knowing when to ask for help and knowing that help isn't a bad word. It takes courage to heal. It takes courage to be happy. It doesn't just come to you. You have to go get it. You have to know that you deserve it. This is especially true for the strong ones. We bleed too, because I consider myself that. A lot of people have said that, oh, you're so strong, and I I used to hate it. Stop saying that, because that doesn't give me permission to break, to feel. I don't want to be the strong one.
Learn to ask for help. We're humans, not machines. We need to exercise the option to ask for help in our healing. Be connected to spirits that are about your well-being and who check in on you. Sometimes when illness strikes, we may ignore it. It can start out very small, and if caught sooner as opposed to later, the healing can be minimal. But if we wait until it becomes malignant or cancerous or it's spread, the healing will be harder and longer to heal. Hence the medical term benign. We love when the doctor says we caught it in time. You'll be what? Healed in no time. But when we wait to heal it, it spreads and we suffer longer. Is that what you want to do in 2024? You want to suffer longer from something that happened in 2020 or 1985 or 2017, healing will often take time. But the sooner you attack it, the sooner you can be healed from it. Remember, it's an investment into your well-being. But we determine how long by how soon we choose to deal with it. Hope that makes sense. Once on the other side, you're different. Your choices and mindset are different. I no longer feel like I owe anybody anything. I am the healed and healing version of me. I am God's daughter. I'm God's child. Like, I'm God's daughter. I'm enough. I'm enough. Woo! Some of us need to say that every day, all day. That was, I don't know if you guys recognize her voice, but um, any of you who ever saw the movie Black Panther, the first one, the one who played uh, um, the, the sister, the smart, super uh, sister of uh, Chadwick uh, who passed away, God bless his soul. Um, that was her voice. She says, I'm God's daughter. I'm enough. I'm enough. You're God's daughter. You're enough. You're God's son. You're enough. Suddenly, your standards are different. You choose to also be around people who are healing and healed. That doesn't mean you don't help others, but the healing is their choice. Remember, the healing is your choice, our choice, their choice. Because if they don't choose healing, it can disturb the peace of the healed version of you. Write that down. If you, if they don't choose healing, it won't take your healing, but it will disturb the peace of your healing. Sometimes you are a peace, P-I-E-C-E, to someone's healing but it should never disturb your peace, P-E-A-C-E. There is help and there is hindering. There's help and there's hindering. Help lifts you. Hindering carries you. 
where you can become a crutch so you should know the difference. Am I helping or am I hindering? The Bible tells us that we must carry each other's burdens. It means having someone to share the load, not for you to pick it up and now it's solely your burden. That's different. But to help, offering resources, prayer, tools, whatever you can offer while protecting your peace. I'm telling you, peace is priceless. Peace is priceless. And sometimes helping is recommending therapy. We are not saviors. We are not saviors. What, that, what does that mean? We cannot save anybody. That's not our job. That's not our role. God is the savior. We are mere helpers. That's why we're here, to help one another. Use your gifts to enlighten, to help one another, not to hinder. We are not saviors. I had to learn that. I am not a savior. You can't save anybody that doesn't want to be saved because you're not a savior. They have to choose their own healing. It's like people who have addictions. If they're drinking too much or uh, doing drugs or uh, addicted to warm bodies, whatever it is, you can't save them. You'll take yourself down trying to save somebody else who doesn't choose healing. It's not until until they hit their rock bottom and they say, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. Again, their choice. But remember, like I said, you only can help if you yourself are healed. As I said, I remember when going through my own healing, this woman often would say, you are going to be fine. And she was so sure. She was so sure it made me sure. I could tell she believed it because she herself had gone through the healing process. She said, you're going to be just fine. She says, you know what? You're going to do even better than I did because I went right out trying to take revenge and ended up hurting myself. You will know when you are healed. It will be like the sun is shining again, but you'll notice the sun. You will not only see the birds, but you'll hear the birds. You'll not only see the trees, but you'll notice the colors. I have these big, beautiful maple trees in my backyard. And a few short years ago, I started to notice the vibrancy of the colors. So here's to what? Healing. Be intentional about your healing. Claim your season of healing. This is my season for grace, for favor. Hey, this is your season. This is my season to reap what I have sown. You got to sow healing so you can reap the benefits of it. All right. Um, That's Enlightenment 101. That is uh, the end of the show. 
Uh, as always, I have a quote that I'd like to leave you with. And this quote says, your wound is probably not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. Woo! Your wound is probably not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. Y'all have a good day and happy healing. Talk to you next time on Enlightenment 101.